in brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's life. Pretty cool, huh? Hi, everybody. I'm Chad Bokelman. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 202. That's right. And um, all the issues of uh, Godhead, the first act, still aren't out. So what are we covering? <laughs> well, after a, after a long debate and much procrastination. <laughs> I was sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, you were sick for a, you were sick for the final day. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The reality is, we decided that we're going to pick up on more or less pick up somewhere where we kind of left off not that long ago. We're going to actually do the first three issue story arc of Kyle Rayner's run as Green Lantern. So that will be we will be covering Green Lantern fifty one, fifty two, and fifty three. That's right, Sean Angle. We're stepping on your toes. <laughs> it's a whole new Emerald Era, and it begins now. That's right. This is, or then. <laughs> this is just one of the guys, Volume Two, new cast. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're replacing everybody. Uh, so we thought it was two issue, but it, it's 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 three for this particular storyline. So how are we splitting this up? I'm going to do 51 and 53, and you will do 52. Awesome, because yeah, that's where we get the I, sexy... I, we, 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 <laughs> that's where we get the sexy Alex construct. I'm good with that. She's sexy through all of it. Yeah, but, whatever. Uh, we kind of... Yeah, when we first talked... And it's my, it was my, I made the mistake that the, for some reason I forgot that the first issue of Green... Green Lantern 51 really didn't have any. It it touched on what the storyline with Mongol that was coming, but it wasn't a, a really a part of it. So it's kind of like led into it. So once we committed to doing 51, and I think we both were in our mind's eye thinking we were doing the Mongol storyline, and then was like, oh, okay, so we got to do so we have to do three issues. Yeah, because we don't really have that many cliffhanger episodes. <laughs> we'll get back to issue 53 in about a month after Godhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let, let's hop right in. Well, okay, just giving you guys a heads up. It's only fair to let you know now. Uh, not doing feedback this episode because I, I kind of want to. We've we've kind of skipped Twitter and Facebook as feedback. Those particular bits of feedback for a little while. So I kind I want time to uh, gather all of that together uh, and know exactly where we left off last time so that we can get it all in uh next episode so i have it you know like in a word document or something so it's all gonna it's all gonna be next episode uh sorry that there's no feedback this episode i know we try to make it every episode some sort of feedback but uh i want to make sure we we pick up where we left off uh with feedback last time especially considering episode 200 is in there and i know there's a lot of tweets and stuff like that in regards to 200 so i want to make sure i get all that down pat before we go forward with it so we're giving you some kyle rayner stuff some awesome stuff so please forgive the temporary hiatus from from feedback for one episode and our blood sugar is still low from episode 200 Uh. so (laughs) we're 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 slowly shaking out the cobwebs here (laughs) (laughs) all right you want to take up issue 51 51 so we begin with the ever interesting scene of of a green lantern who we who we now know is Kyle being thrown through the, the front window of a lingerie store. <laughs> nice. It's foreshadowing Chad's favorite moments with Alex. 
and a cute little beginning of narration. It's like, my name is Kyle Rayner, and I don't know what I'm doing. Or maybe you can tell that. <laughs> so now we open up to a, a two-page splash of with the title of the the issue, Changing the Guard. And we see Kyle in the traditional classic Green Lantern uniform, squaring off against this this non-great supervillain, but for Kyle right now, anybody's kind of like tough enough, called Ohm, just like the electrical unit. And Kyle mentioned, you know, Kyle describes the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm discovering a little inexperience can get a guy killed. He goes, he goes, I shouldn't laugh at the guy calling himself Ohm because, because I'm calling myself Green Lantern. And you see Kyle's, you know, the, the, new, the new font, Kyle's font. Kyle goes leaping into battle. Of course, he, you know, he gets punched right in the face. Ohm raises his armored hand above him like, you're a dead man. And Kyle's just kind of thinking to himself, you know, this really isn't working out like I planned. It, and it seemed like such a good idea last night. And then, so then we have a flashback to the night before. And maybe a foreshadowing of the Indigo tribe, right? <laughs> right, Chad? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's three knock, knock, knocks on, on a door, but they're spelled N-O-K. Hmm. Maybe they knew something. <laughs> but... <laughs> Or maybe not, but it's the first I couldn't help but think of it when I was rereading this. <laughs> knock, knock. So it's Kyle Kyle at the door of his girlfriend, Alex DeWitt, and he's asking for her to open the door. She opens the door wearing a wearing a night, wearing a dr- uh, night shirt, or a shirt as a night shirt, basically. It looks like it's just a button-down shirt. Don't knock her fashion choice. I'm okay with I'm it. I'm not going to knock her or her knockers. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's looking half asleep, and she's criticizing Kyle for, you know, showing up in the middle of the night, and she points out that, you know, kind of like he shouldn't really even be there, because, you know, they just broke up last week, you know, you're irresponsible, yeah, he's, she's tired, she's she's tired of doing all the work, which is kind of interesting, because in a way, you kind of get a how Carol <laughs> flashback to a lot of their conversation. Maybe not coincidental, you know, maybe it's not coincidental, of course, but it's a, having retrospect now, we, that's when I look at some of this stuff, that's what it reminds me of. So Kyle walks in and goes, yeah, 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 pretty much what you're saying, but something's, but something's happened. She goes, uh-huh. And as soon as she closes the door, you know, Kyle basically, you know, for lack of a better word, he's like, he ignites or turns on his ring and it's, it's glowing and he's in his Green Lantern costume. And she's, <laughs> I love the, I love the look at her face. It's just, it's just a classic. <laughs> Two straight panels of the same look. It's like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. He goes, this is the dumbest stunt you've ever pulled, Kyle. And she goes, hey. I mean, he goes, this, this is for real. It's like, it's like I didn't mean for this to happen, but it happened. It's like this little, this little blue midget in the red dress showed up in an alley and gave me this ring. <laughs> uh, he tells me to put this ring on, and you know, and and then and I do, and he disappears, and then this suit came on me. And Kyle's like, I really don't have any clue what's going on, and it's, and it's like, and Alex goes, you know, you're not really. You're not really connecting the dots, are you? And he goes, what are you talking about? It's like, uh, you're not connecting this with Green Lantern. You know, the hero. You know, she took, she, she says, oh, I took pics. You know, I took pictures of him like a month ago after Coast City was destroyed. You know, you know, your suit's the same as his. You know, you're wearing the same ring. He wore a ring. And he goes, oh, yeah, that guy's, that guy's pretty cool. He can do stuff with the ring. Fly. He goes, you think I can? And all of a sudden, when he starts thinking about, about it, Kyle starts levitating off the ground. And Kyle, I mean, excuse me, Alex says to him, which is obviously having more a deeper meaning than just a literal moment that he's up in the air. 
like, Kyle, you really need to get your feet back on the ground. You know, this whole thing is nuts. And she asked, like, what are you going to do with this? Uh, you know, what do you, what do you plan on doing? I'm going to be a hero, he said. You can't even hold down a job, and then you're going to be a hero. I was like, Freelance artist is a job, he points out. And this is when Kyle kind of gets, you know, he says, talking about their relationship, you know, and their and their dreams. It's like about how, you know, this ring can pretty much do everything for both of us. It's like, you know, I can be a hero. You know, we we can go to New York. You know, you can take pictures of me. You know, I'll I'll be a media darling, basically, and you'll, you'll and you'll be famous taking my pictures, and the New York Times will be like begging to have you. And that kind of wears Alex down, and she goes, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll." She's not totally convinced, but she'll think. But she's accepting enough where she's going to seemingly give it a try. Now Kyle really pushes his luck because now that he shows up again wearing his what Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, looking to try to get not only <laughs> to get back with Alex, but to get back in her bed pretty quick. But he kind of points out, or she kind of makes it clear, if you're staying over, you're sleeping on the couch. So in the morning, Kyle's still sleeping, and she wakes him up and goes, come on, you got to get up. You know, there's, there's some nut in the suit of armor tearing up Rodeo Drive, and, and her paper wants, you know, which is, I think, the L.A. Examiner, they said, some kind of like local rag, for lack of a better way of describing it. And they could use the picture, so come on. So they, so they kind of go down together. You know, she parks behind the police, the area that the police have cordoned off. And she keeps telling, you know, you stay here, Kyle. Don't do anything. Don't, don't do anything stupid, you know, like you usually do. And Kyle's just sitting there with his shades on, like, no, you go do what you do your thing. I'll just sit here. I'll watch. And then, of course, he goes, oh, the hell with it. <laughs> and then he puts the ring back on his finger and he goes flying into action. It's like, look out, world. Here comes Green Lantern. He looks just like Hal in that picture, doesn't he, Disney Chad? Yeah. Other, other than the black hair, of course. The look on his face, and again, maybe not necessarily a coincidence, but it's kind of cool. So now you see the beginning of his fight with Ohm when he doesn't, when he, he kind of just goes, hey, you better, you should just like pack it in now because, hey, I'm Green Lantern and, hey, I got this ring. And he goes, Ohm just goes, okay, so what? And Kyle doesn't really know what to do with it. Then he goes, well, this ring is tougher than you are. You better believe me. And then Ohm gives him a really good, gives him a really good shot to the gut. And at that moment, we kind of cut back, you know, the flat, the, we've caught up in time now to when Ohm was just about to, you know, smash his head when he said, you know, you're dead. So Kyle escapes, you know, he kind of, he uses his, he, he flies away, more or less just trying to dodge, not literally the bullet, but, you know, the, the assault, you know, and she yells to Kyle, you know, got to protect yourself. I mean, Kyle realizes, you know, he needs to actually do something with the ring instead of just kind of like sticking and moving there. So he creates a green energy shield. It holds for a little bit, but it starts to crack. Then Kyle, what exactly does she, suppose he hit him with a mate, like a mace? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he's, he ends up smacking Ohm right in the face with a mace. You know, he, he, ta- he takes him out. He uses his ring to, to carve up the suit and open it up because he pull out and pulls out the guy who's inside the armor. <laughs> I like the little Prince Albert comment, like Prince Albert in a can. He goes, "Come on out of there, Prince Albert!" Then he just decks him, decks him, knocks him out cold. Alex continues to take pictures. Kyle, being typical Kyle of being cocky, he just kind of stands on the knocked out, knocked out body. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm great. I kicked his butt. Yeah. <laughs> all the people, 
come running to him. It's like, oh, you are wonderful. Hey, don't you remember you rescued me like, like about five years ago? And his hair looked different to you. All, all these people are making comments. It's like, oh. And Kyle goes, I was just merely doing my heroic duty and all this typical. He's just, you know, being arrogant. Alex kind of has enough of this. She drags him away. So now we cut to later on when they're at the beach and they're having a, qu- a quiet conversation in which Alex has basically been convincing Kyle that, you know, you should make a new costume. This costume really wasn't yours. It was his, as in Hal's. So, you know, you need to, you know, you, you need your own identity. You need to be you. And that's when Kyle, you know, points out to us that he, or mentions maybe for the first time that he's a graphic designer. And he said, you know, let me think about it. And then, and a big and a nice splash page. We have Kyle in his classic uniform, the crab mask uniform. <laughs> and even though Alex is not entirely convinced at first, it's like, well, it's got definite possibilities. We'll just have to wait and see. Then the issue, then the issue kind of twists and turns. It cuts to the slab, which is the super prison. And there we find a big splash page, a Mongol who we haven't seen since. Uh, Green Lantern 46, when 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 Hal beat the hell out of him after destroying Coast City, and Mongol is you know ripping through the guards at the slab, going Green Lantern, I will kill Superman and the one called Green Lantern, and that ends issue 51. Good stuff. Yeah, it, it is good stuff. Brings back a lot of memories. Evidently, Kyle's a USC fan, and uh, Alex is a Raiders fan. That is true. <laughs> Uh, she, she can wear anything she wants, right. <laughs> or not. Ah, <laughs> uh, Daryl Banks, you did it again. The only the only time I would have any sort of issue with with Daryl's art, and, and this is really true of any artist, is when there's background characters, like uh, on the splash page where we first see Ohm, and she's off to the side taking pictures. Right. She looks a little weird there. I mean, she doesn't look bad by any means. She's obviously, you know, in the in the background. She's not supposed to be as detailed as the person in the foreground. I don't I don't know what issue I have there. I just I don't know. I've I I've never I've always been one to notice uh, the the you know detail being lost the smaller or further away a, a character is. I think that's just a, a fact of the uh, of the comic not uh, the comic industry not just not something that you know is an issue per se. Right. And, and to be fair, I mean, even though clearly in a way we, when you first look at this splash page, you may, since you're just getting an introduction basically to, to Kyle and who he's going to be and who's going to be important that you may think that she's a nobody to start with, even though clearly the way she's drawn would indicate that she is since everybody else is kind of in blue shadows and not really defined. And she's actually in regular, you know, skin tone and colors. But I agree with you. Her face does it looks like a little little rounder and a little less defined. But again, I think that the focal point is just supposed to be Kyle and mostly Kyle, and then a little bit of Ohm. Hmm. Where is Ohm? We need Ohm to come back. That's right. <laughs> Ohm needs to make a return. Ohm. <laughs> um. Yeah, Mongol, Mongol back. Yeah, that's. Uh, that was awfully quick, though. Yeah, it was. But I, I think. I think for some people, as uh, I would assume that at the time Emerald Twilight was still such a huge deal that people like it, it hit hit everybody so hard, and people were so de- so debating about it so far. They probably forgot about Mongol, <laughs> so it's quick but not quick at the same time. 
you know, people are just just uh, you remember this, right? Well, here, 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 have him deal with this for a little bit. Plus, it's like it's it's good for symmetry and for bookends because we saw what Hal, you know, we saw Hal go up against Mongol, and now you know, a veteran, experienced Green Lantern going against Mongol. So you, you know, so you throw no pun intended the greenest of the green <laughs> and go up against them. So, <laughs> have we ever had uh, a backstory of Kyle, like as far as? Um, like who who he was before he got the ring, not as a kid, but like what he was like as a normal everyday person when he and Alex were either just starting out in a relationship or something like that. Because I kind of get the feeling, and I always have got the feeling that Kyle's a bit of a douchebag. Uh, not not. He's irresponsible. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he, he he's like he, he's how like in so many yeah. levels. On some levels. Well, he's 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 a, he's a little irresponsible. Yes. Uh, but he's kind of a teenaged L.A. spoiled. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of want to see because it's cl- it's very clear in the in the in the future in future issues and stuff, both in, in Green Lantern and when he eventually joins the Justice League, that one of one of the big things about Kyle Rayner is him evolving into a hero. You know, he's he's. Uh, yeah, he's he's that's all I can say. He's evolving into into this hero. There's there's growth, there's maturity happening, you know, every every so issue. he's growing up before your eyes. But I kind of even though it maybe maybe made me maybe it would make me think differently of the character. I kind of want to see what he was like before he was given this opportunity to grow up this way and mature this way. And I don't. And I, I've never read all of the Kyle Rayner runs, so I don't know if we ever did get to see that or not. Off the top of my head, I want to say no. I mean, I could be forgetting something because I'm just trying to run through everything quickly. But I mean, because we actually—I don't think we had many. We've had that many times when we've actually revisited most of the stuff with our Alex in general. I mean, obviously, if we did a Circle of Fire mm-hmm. in a way, even though it's a variation on the theme, um, so. That was something we still thought about doing at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Circle of Fire and obviously the Green Lantern annual, the year one annual, which would still be cool to do, which was when he and Hal switched, place, switched places. When Kyle had Kyle became basically a test pilot and with dealing with Carol and Ferris and the Guardians, and, and Kyle got sent to deal – I mean, and Hal got sent you know, when right after Kyle first got the ring, so he was dealing with Alex and Major Force and everything. So that, but we we haven't had too many flashbacks to uh, real stories, certainly with relating to, to Carol. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Alex. Apologies. Uh, the only other thing I would mention uh, about this issue, because I, I enjoyed it, I just don't have a lot to say about it. Uh, the only thing I would mention is Alex is taking this really well. <laughs> I don't care how well I know somebody. Or even if I live in a world where superheroes are a reality, if someone I know super well shows up at my door in the middle of the night and then suddenly transforms into a superhero and starts levitating in the middle of my living room, I'm probably going to freak out a little more than Alex does here. (laughs) That's why she's his one true love, man. (laughs) That's why she's his Gwen Stacy. (laughs) That's right. She's as Lois Lane. She's a works for a newspaper. Um, that is true. <laughs> Even though she's a photographer. Yeah. You have anything else? She, she's his Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> oh, she's got no the red hair. Like, and keep the. Actually, she's more of a blonde. Yeah, I guess. 
She's like a dirty blonde at best, but yeah, she is. No, <laughs> sorry. Especially the way Kyle puts her in a bathing suit in the next issue. Let's move on to that. <laughs> yeah. Easy boy, easy. <laughs> do, you have, do you have anything else you want to say about this issue? Not now, but no. I'm gonna kidding. Right. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so issue fifty-two. Fifty-two. Uh, the old fifty-two. That's right. <laughs> 52 opens up uh, with Kyle Rayner flying uh, towards somebody. Hold it right there, I'll shoot. And he said, that's it, I'm going to kill you this time. Uh, but really, it's just him posing for photos on the beach with Alex. Um, he's striking poses and uh, making a construct of the old Green Lantern symbol and his new Green Lantern symbol, and it's kind of a, a, a symbolic thing. Um, uh, him and Alex are, are done uh doing all that so she says uh you know I, I see you've got a handle on your flying thing um you know come come on down we'll try we'll try something new um so he's so she's just like okay well you, you've got flying now let's let's try making some some constructs she doesn't say constructs but she says you got you 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 can fly and make some simple objects so you must have the principle down so she's like well try making something a little more complex and he does indeed something very complex with lots of curves. Uh, <laughs> he, he makes he makes a construct of uh, of Alex in a bathing suit, um, or and gloves. Yeah, and, and gloves. Gloves and boots. Gloves and boots. He's the Star Sapphire people. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm fairly certain this is when a lot of our art, our audience hit puberty, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or revisited, <laughs> or revisited. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and since I know Daryl is probably going to be listening to this episode, uh, Daryl, if you have this original page uh, and would like to send it to me free of charge, uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> please laminate, please laminate it, Daryl. Please. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, that's that's a bit much. <laughs> or if you want to do a sketch of this or some other pose, I mean, whatever. Uh, I'd... Um, or a mural on Chad's ceiling. Either way. <laughs> god uh so <laughs> alex understandably says hey that's me cut it out and smacks him upside the head um so she's she's like if you're serious you're gonna have to learn how to fight and defend yourself so make something you can you know fight with he's like what am i supposed to do make a giant boxing glove <laughs> and she goes no definitely not a giant boxing glove <laughs> so he like creates a, a shield and sword and she says i don't know make something big and he's like all right you want big i'll give you big uh which sounds bad uh <laughs> but he makes a gun and just blows the crap out of i don't know a boulder or something uh and he freaks out about his power cut back over to the slab and mongol is tossing uh tossing guards like uh <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> wadded up balls of paper just <laughs> effortlessly throwing them everywhere um he then rips into the security system and basically unlocks all the cells in the slab so that um major force uh is that is that gridiron is that what that weird skeleton looking metal man is might be uh, unless i'm think getting the wrong uh character uh hey, look it's ghost rider yeah ghost rider um <laughs> They all start fighting the guards, one of which, of course, like I said, is Major Force. Uh, one of them uh, approaches Mongol and says, Thanks for setting me free. I'm honored to meet a conqueror such as you. And guess what? It's a Kundian. <laughs> but Mongol takes care of that pretty quick so that we don't get uh, dismayed. 
and says, I've never liked a Kund, and, you know, kills him. Um, let's, give, let's give props to Mongol right there, baby. <laughs> just neutralize the threat. Um, and move on. So, another guard shows up and says, you know, don't move. And he says, uh, you think it'll harm me with that little toy? He's like, well, maybe I'll let you live if you tell me where Superman is so that I can have my revenge on him. He's like, I don't know. He was in Metropolis, but uh, I don't know. Nobody knows where he's at. Well, okay, well, what about Green Lantern? Well, you know, I heard some reports of him being in L.A., which is just south of Coast City, the one you destroyed. And he's like, okay, give me your flying device. And then he kills the guard. Uh, and he straps, straps it to himself and goes flying out of the slab and says, when I arrive, Green Lantern dies. Uh, cut over to Washington, D.C., where uh, the homeless man that was in the alley when Kyle received his ring is meeting with somebody who I don't think is ever named, uh, at least in these three issues. Um, and I'm not, again, I haven't read the whole Kyle Rayner series, so I don't know if we ever figure out who this guy is. Um, but anyways, he is meeting with uh, with uh, this government official. Wait, wait he is, the, the homeless guy is named? No, 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 the guy he's meeting with. Oh, the guy, oh, I'm sorry, the guy, you're right, the guy he, yeah, I don't think the I don't think at least in these the issues I think we're covering I don't think he gets I don't think he gets a name. No, uh, so the homeless guy Joshua P. Turner uh, is uh, recan basically recapping his story for for the government official, uh, but he adds one little wrinkle as he pulls this green, glowing green slab. Uh, for those of you who remember Denver the Last Dinosaur, the cartoon, it reminds me of Denver's eggshell, uh, but green. Uh, but that's only a shout out to very, very few people as evidently I'm one of the few people who remembers that show. Uh, but anyway, so he hands this uh, green, glowing green slab over to him and says, uh, you know, he says, I'm not asking for a reward, but time's been tough. And the guy's like, yeah, well, you know, you've been a good, good American. We'll get you'll get what's coming to you. And uh, as his uh, assistant leads him out of the room, the guy draws a finger across his neck, obviously signifying I'll kill the guy. And he does. Um cut back to LA and Kyle is still practicing on the beach making constructs. He makes a motorcycle. They then notice, uh, she, she says, let's take a break. Uh, your concentration muscles must be tired. <laughs> and based on that outfit, who can blame That's him? right. <laughs> um, God, we're sexist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Kyle's like, Hey, wait a sec. You hear something? Um, and they look over, and Kyle shoves her out of the way as Mongol comes landing right on top of Kyle and pounds him into the sand. Uh, uh, Alex gets up and screams for Kyle, and Kyle, right as Kyle is knocked out of this hole in the ground uh, by Mongol, he approaches uh, uh, Alex and says, you're his woman, or his female, I'll enjoy killing you. He's like, back off, and he starts getting into a fight with Mongol. Um he gets a good blow or two in, and then Mongol grabs him by the neck and throws him into the dirt. Uh, and uh, then he turns his attention back to Alex and says, I am the killer of Green Lantern, for there is no one to save him. And that ends that issue. Nice abs on, Mon on Mongol. Does that balance it out a little? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that, that, that outfit is very flattering for Mongol. That's right. Skin tight. Um, yeah, uh, so Steve Carr, Jamal Igel, and Daryl Banks this time around, uh, as far as pencils are concerned. Definitely noticeable. Um, yes. I wouldn't say bad, but definitely noticeable. Um, I can't quite point out where 
but uh, it, it, at the very least, the, the 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 art throughout the issue looks fairly consistent. Yes, it does. Yeah, there's n- in other words, between those three guys, there's not much of a style change. Um, they all roughly have the same style. I'm not sure if that's intentional because I like I know how Jamal draws draws now. Um, I know that artists can are capable of changing their style. Like for instance, Scott Collins. He's got that. He's got that uh, very distinct style that you've seen uh, many times before. But he's also got his very. Um, I don't know what to call it. It's almost like a wash style, like when he was drawing Flash, um, for a little while. Uh, not 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 when he was first drawing Flash, but his later iterations where it's kind of washed out, kind of uh, swooshy. I don't know what it, I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm sure people familiar with Scott's work know what I'm talking about. Artists are fully capable, of course, of, of doing different styles. So I wonder if if Jamal's style at the time was either just developing, or is this what he was like, or or what? Uh, not familiar with Steve Steve Carr, but definitely familiar with Jamal. Um, but yeah, at, at the very least, it's a it's a if they're gonna have three pencilers. It's it's a there's not a, a substantial transition between artists flows really well. <clears throat> yeah, it was a, yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good issue. Um, Brings back memories. Yeah, the the homeless guy looks a little stereotypical. <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind he kind of does. With no, his teeth aren't in the best shape. Hey, he's got a scarf though. That's right. And he's got the rocky gloves. <laughs> but yeah. He, Kind of, kind of looks like that. That time frame's Al, uh, Lex Luthor. <laughs> what was Lex doing in the alley? <laughs> Poor guy. Hell yes, I did that. Man, was that was absolutely the coolest. You had to be nuts to want to mess with me. <laughs> Here, take take my green rock. <laughs> oh wow! Take my rock, please. Oi. What did you think? About this issue, yeah. yeah, I liked it. I, I liked, I liked the fact that actually, especially when we go back and we look, look at it now, that it does set up a lot of things, a lot of different stories. Some of which, I mean, off in the very, you know, at the end of this issue and beginning of next, but even some of the, you know, factoring down the road, the major force, which at the, you know, at, at first glance, the major force, you know, little appearing on that, on that prison breakout page you might not have thought much about it until you know the end of next issue we're going to do now and obviously leading i kind of like in a way the whole they kind of set you up in a way with the alex thing how mongols threatening to kill you know threatening to kill her and everything else and it as it and it of course we know that's that's not the case but a couple of issues later <laughs> the next person to kind of well, they kind of come looking for it. <laughs> well, they also they not only set that up for they you know they set up future stuff of course, but they also set up stuff for the next couple of issues, like what you mentioned with Kyle. I mean with with uh, Alex, they also set up uh, when she asks that thing just doesn't run out of juice, does it? And he said, guess right. guess not. Yep. It's the same today as it was yesterday and the day before. Right, and setting up and setting up the rock, which we know will transform into the power Kyle's battery at some point. <laughs> Which is why Gantt left it there. Of course, he couldn't have just given it to him. He couldn't have told him it was there in the first <laughs> he, place. He didn't have that extra like three seconds worth of energy. Here, this is a battery. Press it against your ring. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> oh, you, these blue midgets in a dress. <laughs> it never gets old. Uh, that 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 always reminds me. Uh, in uh, the Green Lantern Heroes quest, have you ever read that? The novel. 
Uh, it's all about Kyle. It's written by Denny O'Neill. I've talked about it a billion times, but um, it's uh, Kyle refers to Ganthet uh, as Red Nightshirt. <laughs> That's what he calls him, Red Red, Red Nightshirt. Um, when he actually learns uh, Ganthet's name, he doesn't even call him Ganthet. He calls him Gandy. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, calling him a blue midget in a red red dress reminds me of him calling him Red Nightshirt for like half the book until he realizes what his name is. <laughs> uh, but, but but at least this helped pave the way for a well well dressed smoking jacket Ganthet. <laughs> that's right. Uh, which was which really was a much better look. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there an issue of the Kyle Rayner run where? Uh, he is on a motorcycle construct that looks a lot like this going through L.A. Like Kyle is riding a, mo- a construct motorcycle through the streets of L.A. and it's on the cover. I think. Oh, I think there might be. Yeah, something like that's ringing a bell. Yeah. So there's 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 that. So that I mean I, I doubt that's a, a flash for because I think that's several issues down the line. But yeah. Mm. Nice. So 53. Yeah, 53. 53. So we begin with, uh, and they they love using this Green Lantern font in the beginning of this series. <laughs> we got Mongo lifting Kyle up, about to punch him in the face. It's like, wake up, Green Lantern! I want you conscious for your death. That's really nice of him. <laughs> I, I want you to remember this. <laughs> and just as before, Mongo can deliver the the punch to Kyle. In fl- flying in and decking him is Superman. It's like you've caused enough death, Mongo. I'm here to see you don't cause any more. I'm here for a rematch. <laughs> and Alex is like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's Superman. It's like, and she's, and then she's like, Kyle, are you hurt? And it's like, I, well, I don't really, I don't know. It's like, a, hey, did you see that in Superman? <laughs> and Superman, of course, this is, this is long, <laughs> this is long hair, this is mullet Superman. Not the best look of all time. His hair flapping luxuriously in the breeze. That's right. That's that's not a good look. But uh, surprised to see me, Mongol. And Mongol says, "No, not really. I'm kind of, I'm actually kind of happy because it saves me the trouble of tracking you down. It's like I, essentially I can I can kill both of you, two birds with one stone." And then Superman has to try to be humorous and goes, uh, "I hate to disappoint you when it comes to killing him. It's like it's been done." You know, so they keep they keep duking it out, and Al, you know, Kyle kind of wants to get back into the fight. You know, Alex is going, well, you know, aren't you a little out of your league? You know, th- this guy's a monster, like a real monster. And Kyle says, well, this is more, even more reason why I should help him. You know, how, how often? And how am I, How often am I going to get a chance like this? Because I suppose there's no talking you out of it. So just <laughs> listen to me. Don't. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. Don't be. Don't do anything stupid. Come on, Alex. What are the chances of that? Yeah, so he blasts Mongol in the face, and he goes, "Hey, remember me, the guy whose head you tried to rip off?" It's like, and Superman goes, "And you are?" He goes, "Well, it's kind of obvious, isn't it?" I'm, and before Kyle can actually say who he is, you know, Mongol belts him, knocks him into the ocean, and Kyle blub 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 sinks. Superman and Mongol go toe to toe. And Alex, you know, with a tear in her eye, keeps waiting for, looking at the water, waiting to see if what's going to happen. She goes, oh, Kyle, please. And all of a sudden, Kyle shoots out of the water. It's like, okay, now I'm steamed. This goon's in real trouble. Kyle hits Mongol from behind and and buries him in the sand. Mongol turns around real quickly and grabs him again. 
telling him how, how much of he's being how much of an annoyance he's kind of being. Superman steps back in, Dex Mongol. He helps Kyle up. He goes, "Let me give you a hand. I'm Superman, by the way." And he goes, uh, "I'm Green Lantern." <laughs> he goes, "Not the one I know." And it's like, "Well, yeah, that's kind of a long." And then Mongol with a <laughs> not, not not the best line Mongol's ever had. And then Superman blasts him with his heat vision, while Kyle blasts him with a with an with a energy construct from the gun that he made. And he goes, "Whoever you are." Superman says, you know, you seem to be handling the well pretty well, or well enough. It's like, the Guardians must be pleased to have you as a core member. And Kyle's like, Guardians? Core member? I don't have any idea what you're talking about. I, I, what I really want to know is, why is this goon trying to pound me into liquid form? It's like, oh, he gives him a quick backstory on Mongo and the fact that, you know, Hal's incarnation of Green Lantern took him down. He goes, but I'm not that guy. He goes, I don't think he cares. You know, Superman decks him, flies and decks Mongol from behind. He covers him with sand. He uses his heat vision to, you know, to turn the sand to glass. <laughs> Kyle makes a funny comment about, hey, I could have done that too uh, if I had thought about it. <laughs> doesn't hold Mongol anyway. So Mongol's kind of getting desperate at this point. He doesn't think he's necessarily going to be able to take these, take these guys out with brute force alone. So he starts preparing to use his yellow chest cannon. And, you know, Kyle's just telling him to, bring it on, mongrel! <laughs> and Superman goes, well, if you are a Green Lantern, and you better be careful of this because of the, uh... as he explains in a few seconds, it's because of the whole yellow weakness and yada yada. But, of course, Kyle knows nothing of it. And as we find out here for the first time, that Kyle's ring has no, has no yellow weakness. He's able to block the blast from his chest cannon. He's able to uh, cause damage to physical damage to Mongol, even though Mongol's yellow too. So Superman's kind of confused by this. Obviously, Kyle's not really because he doesn't care. Kyle just points out the only real problem I have with this ring is when my concentration's broken. Superman decks Mongol. They, you know, they, they keep going at it again. You know, Alex goes, come on, Kyle, you're still thinking too small. You wanted to help Superman, so help him. And he goes, don't worry, I just got an idea. And just like that, he hits him with he hits him with a, a energy construct freight train, appropriately t- entitled Slam Track, and it knocks Mongol out cold. And Superman admits that you know he's kind of impressed, and not bad for a Guardian who's never heard, or ne- who's never even heard of the Guardians of the Universe. And Kyle <laughs> says, "Hey, would they be like little blue guys in androgynous fashion sense?" And Superman goes, "Yeah, you could say that." So, yeah, it was one of them who gave me the ring. He goes, oh, but everything else about, you know, I, I'm clueless about everything else. He goes, well, Superman says, you know, it sounds like you've got some questions, you know, that need answers. I do, too. You know, I haven't seen the other Lantern since Coast City. You know, good luck finding him, Kyle says, you know. But by the way, what are we, we going to do about Mongol? And Superman goes, I'll, ta- I'll take care of him. And this time, you know, when, we lo- when, I, when I lock him up, you know, he won't be get- there won't be any chance of him getting out. Kyle and Kyle shares a reflective moment with Alex going, you know, I was just thinking, you know, this is my first real test, you know, my first big time villain and I passed. And Alex being Alex goes, with a little help. It's like, well, yeah, sure, but I passed it. You know, you know, I'm starting to believe I can do this. I'm starting to believe something good. I mean, everything's good. Eh, let me try to get it. Everything's going to be all right. Now we cut back to Washington, D.C. with the, you know, the secret agent men. You know, the 
agent from the last issue is holding the the, the green rock that you know we will come to know will be cut that is Kyle's battery. And he points to a and he's, he's talking to a figure who's kind of in the dark, but we can see the color of him. And they're kind of explaining that you know, we're kind of glad that you're you're out, saved us the trouble of breaking you out, unless you kind of unless being incarcerated had kind of softened you. And of course, Major Forrest quickly you know, destroys the other the gun and then crushes the hand of the agent who was standing next to him, who pulled a gun to try to shoot him. More or less as a test, I'm sure, but nonetheless, he he passed it. He goes, oh, yes, I'm quite satisfied, the agent points out. This is a dossier of all the intelligence we've gathered so far and a folder called ETI, Fragments, Dash, Slash, Ring Bearer. The best lead we have is a woman named Alexandra DeWitt. I trust that, when, that we can then depend on you in this affair. And... It, Major force is completely revealed, and he says, yes, there's just one thing. You want his whole hand or just the ring? And that ends issue 52. Three, excuse me. So, what's the most famous description of Superman's powers that you know of? You mean the elite tall buildings in a single bound kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, what's that for? What's 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 those three things? More more powerful well, than a locomotive. Yeah, that's the one I'm getting at. <laughs> yes, it's, yeah, it's, he does use that one. Well, the the start is faster than a speeding bullet. More speeding bullet, yeah, but more powerful than a locomotive. Superman is throwing a lot of punches here, and the man's more powerful than a locomotive. But a construct of an actual locomotive takes him out. Takes him out. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't get, because <laughs> I'm assuming that Superman already knows. Mongol's power level, and he's not holding back. He's that is true. <laughs> so, if Superman's not holding back, then how does an actual construct locomotive take him out? That's what I don't get. Um, it's a minor quibble because I know that Superman really only needed to be a, a guest star for one issue, maybe to help legitimize the new Green Lantern, uh, and having Green Lantern be the one that takes Mongol out when Mongol, when he and Mongol. Uh, he and Superman are going up against Mongol, but having Green Lantern be the one to take him out, not Superman, that helps give more credibility to Kyle. And it's not like it wasn't a complete, you know, cop-out to have Kyle take him out, but, I mean, an actual locomotive. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he took a dive. <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just it's so hard for me to to comment on issues I like. Because there's nothing. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, when there's something wrong, it's easy to comment about it. But the art's great. I mean, it's Daryl Banks. I'm never going to complain about Daryl Banks's art. Um, <laughs> the only thing I'll say is Superman kind of looks weird um, when uh, when Superman says his. Uh, but it's been done, like his face and his neck veins and all that stuff and his mullet. <laughs> You, oh, that mullet! You, you yes. see the way his face looks. It just it, it just looks a little odd to me. I'm not saying that it's that it's bad. It just looks different than the rest of him in this issue. A uh, little older, a little more <laughs> craggled and battle worn, or something. I have no idea. Um, I wonder. I'm not familiar with Daryl's art outside of Green Lantern, as far as like what his history was with DC. So I'm not certain if this is the first time that Daryl's drawn Superman. Um, so there's that, uh, definitely, you know, this, this, this issue really marks, um, the 
fun that the the writers and the artists have with Kyle's constructs and the imagination. I mean, he's got he's got the gun, he's got the giant spiked three-fingered glove thing. He's got the the backhoe that's throwing sand all over Mongol. Um, he's got the he's got the shield. Um, he's got the slam track train. <laughs> uh, you know he's he's I mean he's 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 using a lot of different constructs in this this one issue as as opposed to the prior two. So that's that's cool. The, again, it's it's just showing the evolution of the character. He's learning how to be a hero. He's learning what works and what doesn't work. He's learning more about his the history of the Green Lantern. He's you know. He's he's evolving, so I, I I do like that. Yeah, they put everything together well. I mean, even the sto- the the the, nat- the course of these three issues, I think they they tell a nice they tell a nice story, and they also like we mentioned, they throw in a lot of a lot of little tidbits that are important. They play out in these stories, but they also become real big factors, uh, setting the stage for stories that they're going to be telling down the road too. So, yeah. I think they didn't they didn't structurally they didn't. They did a nice job with that. So, kind of, kind of in a way, it's an in, it's an interesting little bookend to, uh, you know, since some of the criticism for Emerald Twilight is that it happened too, everything happened too fast, kind of pushed so much information into a small amount of time and amount of issues. But yet in this, in the course of three issues here, you can see that they're kind of pacing it. There's a lot of information, but it kind of seems to be paced, and maybe more. Maybe more naturally setting the stages for things that are happening, you know, four, three, four issues down the road and even longer. So, but uh, that's, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's probably why we don't have much to say about it, because because not a lot happens. I mean, like, in other words, the you know, Mongol both breaking out of jail uh, or being being introduced, breaking out of jail confronting Green Lantern, Superman teaming up with Green Lantern and being defeated doesn't all happen in the space of a single issue. If it did, that'd give us a lot to talk about for a single issue. But because it's spread out like this, I think it's, I think it, I think it's doing what a lot of, um, a lot of the big complaints are from us is that by spreading out the action a little bit, they give us more time to focus on the story like not 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 just the story, but the the character uh, is what I meant because Kyle Kyle and Alex are new to us, so by giving us all this you know lead time, all this you know practicing with the ring and and all that, not only are you building up Kyle and Alex, but more specifically, yeah, I mean you're, you've got the whole series to build up Kyle, and you know it, but you know you're going to be killing Alex within four issues. So spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, you already <laughs> said it earlier. I know it. I'm only kidding. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're going to be killing Alex within four issues. So slowing things down to give us more time to get to know these characters helps make Alex's death mean more. I think Alex's death means a lot to people not only because of um, because of the whole women refrigerators trope that you know kind of evolved out of this. Uh, uh, was important because not only you know Kyle was uh, you know a new hero, but automatic uh, already had this hugely tragic loss uh, under his belt. But also because they gave us four four you know I guess I would count I would count fifty four as as four four full issues to get to know and establish this relationship, and then 
brutally took it away. And I don't think her death would have meant as much if, you know, we had, you know, her die in issue 53 or 52. If all this this uh, seemingly, seemingly simple story happened more compressed. You know what I mean? Right. So I definitely I can see it and I appreciate it. <clears throat> Nicely put. <laughs> uh, and, you know, of course, two pages later in the straight, uh, Alex looks sexy again. But I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> yeah, we 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 don't want to we don't want to ruin future episodes. <laughs> That's right. The Alex DeWitt Chronicles continue. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about this issue? Um, no. I think I think we I think we covered all the I think we covered all the high points or the major points I should say. But it's certainly it's certainly when you I think for most people when they think of Kyle and his in, in the intro of Kyle that this is a story arc I think they think of often. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, I think it was kind of important for us to do it, especially especially since we did Emerald Twilight not that long ago, that it's important to, it was important to revisit or to visit for us for the first time. But Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I know we didn't have a whole lot to say, guys, but I mean, seriously, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, zero in on things when you like them. <laughs> I mean, just the whole issue, all the issues are good and, you know, very, 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 very minor, minor quibbles with Daryl's art. And, you know, it's not even, you know, due to lack of effort on Daryl's part. It's just, you know, facts of the <laughs> facts of the trade. <laughs> Great stuff, though. Yes, it is. All right. Well, no feedback this time around. Uh, and before we get into the closing, Mark, you want to uh, take the, the contest stuff? I'm going to give it my best shot. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm flying with, without a net, without a script. I'm just going to just go based on memory and hope I get most of the stuff right. And if I'm wrong, Chad will come in and <laughs> Chad will come in on his white horse and save me. So our, we're doing our first contest. Our, since Chad and I have taken over the show uh, and hopefully at least started making it our, our own, <laughs> that we've come up with, we're doing our first contest and we want this contest basically to be a a listener feedback. We're looking for feedback for you. We want, we want to know what you think about us. So basically, it's test, it's testimonial time. So we want you to, whether you want to, you know, write us something, whether you want to make almost like a best of audio clip for us, whether you want to, if you were going to redesign our website, this is what you think our website should look like. Anything, be creative. Anything that you want, whatever, whatever. Whatever you create, you know, if, it, if it's something you can email to us directly, you can email us, you know, to the lanterncast at gmail.com address. If it's something that obviously you need to post and you want to post us, you know, you want us to just look at it, you just email the link, you know, to lanterncastgmail.com and we'll check it out. That's what that's what our goal is to get as much feedback and as many of your testimonials as possible. We have our goal. What we'd like to do is basically have enough entries to choose our top five and then if we get our top five then we're pretty much going to draw them out of a hat if i'm correct right chad to determine the winner yep and if we don't get we don't get more than five then we're pretty much going to just make it make the decision on our own we're going to come to a consensus so i know the prizes that we have to offer we have heroes quest paperback correct Mm -hmm. we have the full set of blackest night plastic giveaway rings from white to black mm-hmm. and we also have the 
the rebirth is it a bit is it a collector set how do they phrase it i know it comes with the t- it comes with it's it's rebirth it's rebirth package with the action figures of hal and sinestro but i forget the actual how they termed it green lantern rebirth collector set featuring green lantern and sinestro so that was pretty close. Includes the 192-page graphic novel Green Lantern Rebirth. So this is uh, Green Lantern Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Sinestro. Sinestro. Uh, with those Green Lantern stands, they both come with lanterns uh, they're of their own. And I believe this is the paperback of, uh, of Rebirth. I think it is, too. I don't want to open so, it. Uh, it's no, it's, it's still I'm pr- sealed. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, excuse me, that it is. So I did pretty well flying, flying without a net. So those those are the prizes, and the contest is going to run between now and December 31st. It's going to run to the end of the year. That's right. So, so get as many, so enter as many times as you want. Come up if you have a few different ideas. Don't feel like oh you have to you, you have to submit just one. You can submit however however many you want. Yep, no limit. And no limit, and that's what we're looking for. We so this is your chance to let us know what you think of us. And the things that you, the things that you remember the, the most about Lantern Cast, things that strike you the most. When, so, I think that that's pretty much the gist, and that's what we're looking for. And if you need, and if anybody needs, you know, a clarification or anything about maybe they have an idea, they're not sure if it's what we're looking for. Feel free to shoot us an email, and we'll be more than happy to, you know, we'll we'll answer you as best we can without trying to, you know. Ruin the surprise or whatever you're trying to do. Basically, guys, as long as it's just something cool, uh, unique to you, kind of a way to show your love of the Lantern Cast. That's really all it is. Uh, you know, fan art. You know, as he said, you know, face. I've said it. I said it when we first announced it. Facebook and Twitter both accept header images, and I'm always pulling images from the comics and stuff as as in you know ed- cropping them so that they fit uh, into the header size for our page. But it'd be cool if we had like. Some fan-made lantern cast personalized art to show up on on the feed. That's that's uniquely lantern cast and not just Green Lantern. And that's just one example of hundreds, guys. There's so much you can do. So just whatever creative way you feel best showcases your love of the lantern cast. Attachments or links doesn't matter, and no limit to your amount of entries. Because like I said, the more we get, the better. Or like Mark said, the more we get, the better. Uh, and um, you know, we're just going to pick our top five favorite anyways. So, Indeed. All right, guys. That's it this time around. Next time around... Um, probably Godhead. Probably Godhead. Yep. Probably Godhead. Which, which we will try to make it... We will try to keep it under two hours, even though we will be doing six, six issues. Yes. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to that one, because I think you like Godhead less than I do. Based on what I've read up to this point, that is true. Though, though it has gotten better yeah, i'm more i would say i'm more excited about it than you are <laughs> so uh, doesn't mean that it's better than it, uh, it just that, that's true it just but it just it just means that yeah i i agree that uh hold on a second my mic's stuck there we go that yeah i've the first two the first two issues didn't didn't do much for me but then it got once we got actually ironically core Core and New Guardians really helped turn it around. I didn't read Red yet because I for one, that was the only issue in my poll list last week, so I figured I might as well just pull up this week with Sinestro. I would be stunned if Sinestro wasn't good, but then again, that's because the book has been pretty good. <laughs> so I look forward to Red Lanterns and Sinestro being really good, so at least we kind of end Act 1 on a, with some positive and 
a lot of moment, momentum. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. And and guys, uh, just one last thing before Mark goes into the closing. We kind of briefly discussed it before we started recording, but uh, just as an idea, if you, if you guys have any questions you want to ask Mark and I, Mark and I, not necessarily about Green Lantern, but but about ourselves. Maybe if you want to get to know us as as your co-hosts uh, a little bit uh, a little bit more, uh, you know, questions for the Lantern Cast, feel free to email those in. We might be doing something with those uh, down the road. So, uh, Mark, you want to let people know how to get in, in touch with us? Maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what that <laughs> voice I just did. Or maybe not. Uh, email us any email us at lanterncast at gmail uh, lanterncast at gmail dot com. Lanterncast <laughs> <laughs> or lanterncast at gmail.com uh, you can visit, visit our website lanterncast.com you can access our forums galleries, products of the week movie reviews which we've been slacking off on uh, product I said product reviews the uh, ring encyclopedia which we're about, should be ready to put a new episode up soon you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, use hashtag GLCast to locate us on both. We are on iTunes and Stitcher, and if you'd like us on iTunes, please leave us a positive review. Last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, call us at 708-LANTERN and let us know what you think. That's 708-LANTERN! <laughs> and let us know what you think! <laughs> Alright guys, Godhead next, and then, uh, I don't know, just do whatever the heck we want for a little bit. What, for a whole month, basically. <laughs> we're, we're flying free and clear. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Good night, everybody.